Ramble. Okay, real talk. I don't know about you guys. I sweat so much when I sleep. We were just talking about this before we were recording. Do you? I we had a talk with the other day with our with my manager too, and they're yeah, like, yeah. "If it keeps going, please go to the doctor." I was like, "No, no, I'm good. I just forget to turn the air on." I think a lot of us forget that sometimes your bedding can really like obviously play a huge role in that. Like it's not just if it's 80 degrees out, you know? Oh yeah, completely. So Buffy has a new comforter called the Breeze, and guys, it is made entirely from 100 percent eucalyptus fiber, and it helps regulate temperature and keep you cool and comfortable all night long. The Breeze is made of eucalyptus fabric in inside and out so it's softer than cotton and it naturally soothes your skin it's earth friendly hypoallergenic i deal with really bad allergies so this is great for me and it's also cruelty free it's a 100% plant-based bedding that's better for you and the earth, so why not get it? And what's really cool is that Buffy offers a free trial, so you guys can actually try Comforter in your own bed for free, and if you don't love it, you can return it at no cost. So for $20 off your Buffy Comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter BASIC. Again, for $20 off your Buffy Comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter BASIC. Pretty basic. Hey guys, what is up? Hello, welcome back to Pretty Basic. Rem, I haven't seen you in so long. I think it's been another week again, right? No, we went to Pride. <laughs> okay, well, so Sunday morning. Sunday morning. And what, it's you Friday? Were my apartment. Oh yes. my God. Pride was so fun. I had the best time ever. I had a really good time. I loved <laughs> our presenting for like two seconds. We like <laughs> ran on stage and we ran off. In case nobody knows, us as allies went to LA Pride and they had us like present this performer that was coming out. Bronze Avery. It was so funny. It was it quite was, the experience. I know. It, yeah. It, it was, I think we're used to like. I don't know. It was so fun, though. We it was so one step fun. closer for me becoming the gay icon that I dreamed to be. Oh, it'll happen. I, I'm just like climbing the just ladder. Every one step more. Of the way. Next year, I'm going to perform. Year. It's yeah. going to yeah. it's yeah. gonna be there. Up. I'll be your backup dancer. Please, you and Aaron behind me. Fully. We can do the Dua Lipa dance. <laughs> yes. Wait, if you haven't seen it, please look up Dua Lipa, Jingle Ball 2018, One Kiss. Oh. P- green. She's wearing a green sequin dress. On my bad days, I watch it and suddenly I'm better. I'm not even exaggerating right now. The dancing. Like, I remember you talking about it and then you showed me (laughs) and it was worse than I even imagined. Love Dua Lipa. Oh, I was like, I much top three favorite artists in the world it just, just can't dance it was the choreography i feel I like <laughs> maybe she but can't but you know what what she lacks in dance and choreography and ability to to move mm-hmm. i would say <laughs> she was gifted in the voice area so oh my god oh my god well anyways <laughs> you guys should totally watch that um okay so game for this week okay i have a fun little quiz Let's um it. i feel like we're on a good kick of just getting to know each other more and i think through that our viewers get a know us more i think it's so funny because i feel like i know you so well and then i always learn something i know okay ready so i just have um like random questions yeah it's just like random questions it's kind of like a quiz okay so we can both answer um for ourselves okay for ourselves okay what's the most embarrassing moment from your teen years oh man i'm horrible at questions like these because i'm like (laughs) um i don't know like all of them i have so i split my pants in them in like middle school teen years Hmm. Oh, I would say I definitely had like a period story. I think I mentioned that on one of the episodes. Which one was it? When I started my period. I forget. You did talk about it. But what happened again? It got on the chair and I was literally like embarrassed. Oh, I was in like, class. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I was humiliated. Let's see. What did I do? 
what if, what's like I'm trying to think of funny embarrassing moments um definitely like probably tripping and sliding in pe and then like everyone staring at me yeah you sticking your hand up on the wall to kip telling oh you my god you like <laughs> wait i gotta think of something give me a second hold on okay i'm so bad at right on the spot <laughs> yeah, well what's funny is i feel like with you there's a lot of embarrassing things that you don't think is embarrassing and then i'm like until someone tells me i know so i wouldn't say this isn't a teen thing but recently i told you about when i got my car and how oh, <laughs> wait everyone listen please it's listen not, i don't think it's embarrassing i think no, it's really funny it's hilarious <laughs> i also don't think I don't know anyone who's done this <laughs> in my life. I'm sure people do it. But. I, I get like really nervous that I'm a bad driver. I know I'm not. I know I'm a pretty good driver, but I was basically, it was time for me to get a new car. And I had gone from a very small car and I wanted to upgrade into like a very large car because I like. <laughs> not just a very large car. <laughs> like a massive like SUV no, car. No, a Range Rover. Oh, I was trying to be humble. <laughs> Everyone knows you have a Range Rover. Yeah, okay. So it's a big car and I'm a small, small gal. So I go to the dealership to get the car. And I remember they, they like, you know, when you go and like, they're like, oh, you want to test drive this one? You want to test drive that one? I had never driven a Range Rover in my life near or a car nearly That's that big. size. Yes. In LA. In LA, yes. Like, and so the, the, the dealership guy, I think his name was Josh. Hey, Josh. He was like, okay, Remy. So like, do you like, which, like, let's just test drive a few. I was like, no. He was like, you're just, you're going to just get, get this car. Like you, you, you really should test drive. I was like, no, 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 I'm good. Because I was so scared. It was at Hornburg in, in West Hollywood. And Sunset Boulevard. It, yes, it's like a very big street. And it's like, there's a lot of cars. And so I was so scared I was going to test drive and like hit someone with him in the car. So I, he's like, no, it's like very normal to like, oh my God, I just thought of something else. That, the similar story. Another embarrassing story. Am, Am I, I talking too much? No, I'm, I'm living for this story. There, I guess I, this is a pattern. So then he's like, no, this is like not normal to, to buy a car, but not test drive. I was like, no, 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 Josh, I'm fine. And then I literally just got it on the spot and I didn't test drive it. And then I drove away. Were you terrified I've driving it so away? I've so many things, by the way, since then. But Josh has never Josh been in the car. Know. He has no idea. He probably tells he this my story to people like, yeah, one time this girl just literally bought a car and didn't <laughs> test drive it. I was terrified. <laughs> but I was just triggered when I was 18. This is a good okay, story. Okay, here we go. I went to the Irvine Diamond Jamboree Plaza with my two best friends. Oh which God. Yes, we were getting some dinner. And my two best friends are six months younger than me. And so <laughs> this time, vaping was like really big. Oh, my God. So, but like I was so annoying and I was like I would never I would never I, like I, I couldn't I don't even want to be near it but they were like, like Remy disgusted. but you had to be 18 to buy it so they're like Remy we really really want them and I was like okay well I'll buy them for you but oh my god like the, you know I, I just like I don't want I don't do it and they're like okay so we all went to like this kiosk where they were selling the vapes and they had like different flavors that you could like try and I remember they like had to go so they could tell me like whisper like I want the yeah, I want this one. And so they're like whispering to me, and the guy's like, "Okay, like, yeah." I was like, "I want two. He's like, "Cool, like, try these out. Like, what flavor?" I was like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> He's like, "But you're like buying two. I was like, "No, I, I just, I'm just buying them." He's like, "And you probably stood it was out so sketchy. It was probably so, so obvious that you've never tried it before." <laughs> oh my god! And you know me, I was just like, "Huh? No, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it." And he's just like, "No, like, I, I think this is weird that you're buying." I was like, "No, I'm good." So then I bought them, and then like two feet away, like I gave it to them. Oh, I'm sure he knew what oh it was happening. God. Oh my god! Sure, he probably he probably was like some 20 year old kid, just like <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be here. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, um, what's the worst thing you ever did as a kid and got away with it? Ooh, I never got away with anything. Really? Because I thought I was sneaky, but I wasn't. 
I, there was just a lot of times I would like kind of play sick and I'd be like, oh, I can't go to school today. <laughs> the hair dryer on the forehead. I never did that, oh, but I, I definitely that. would like, re- I really knew that I was like. <laughs> I cut my bangs. Remember that picture of me that cut my bangs? <laughs> I told my mom I didn't. Like the see, I just can't. I'm so stupid. <laughs> so I never got away with anything. Oh my God. What Disney or cartoon character were you inexpl- inexplicably afraid of as a kid? Oh, I thought you were going to say attracted to. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Did you ever have a crush on a cartoon? No, I literally went on an interview with Lily and Jocelyn the other day and they're like, who, like, what was your sexual awakening? Which Disney <laughs> character? <laughs> so I thought that was going to be the question. Which was I afraid of? Well, oh my no, God. I just want to know your crush. Ooh. Prince Eric is what I said. But Tadashi <laughs> from Big Hero 6? Ooh. <laughs> when he died, I think we all died. Oh, my. Spoiler oh, alert. Oh, I'm so sorry. Remy. Whatever. It's been out for like five years. It has been out for a long time. <laughs> At that point, it's like, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, spoil it. My fr- <laughs> Who's your first crush? And then I want to know who you're scared of. My first crush <laughs> makes no sense. But I honestly had a crush. I'm going to say like rocket power, like SpongeBob. No. <laughs> Disney. The Apple and Snow White. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, that, I, like that's not even that Did you? like off. But for I you. remember being like, oh Very my God, it's a mouse. All my friends liked <laughs> Prince like, princes. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Mickey, like I had such a crush on him. Oh, I was almost screaming. I know Ollie's <laughs> screaming right now. I was I was literally like so young and I had this like uh, there was a soundtrack and and it was like Mick, Minnie singing to Mickey and it was like, hey Mickey, she, she's got uh, a crush on you, she's got a crush. And I was like singing it all the time. Yeah. I was really young. What is I was like elementary him, his school. Robust, his, I don't know, man. I just fell in love. His ability to just capture audiences. Yeah, something <laughs> Capture about the it. hearts of everyone in the world. I don't feel like I was really, oh, oh my God, that one cartoon. Oh my God, it was on Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network was kind of like. Oh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. With the the, the dog and the, the, the grandparents. The old people. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, so scary. I, I like would this, change the channel so quick. I would watch it, but I liked the thrill. I had, <laughs> this is when I was like five. I had like a bookcase in my playroom of all like the Disney books. And specifically, Sleeping Beauty is a Maleficent. That's mm-hmm. like, oh my God. I would just get to, like, I couldn't look at the book. I was terrified. So it would be on my bookshelf. And if I was walking by the bookshelf, I'd look and I'd just sprint away so fast. Oh my God. I was terrified. Of I, that. Always thought the, <laughs> I always thought the witch of Snow White would be standing in this one specific window of my downstairs. Oh. So I would always like sprint by too. <laughs> that's the that's the one with the wart, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, what's the best prank you've ever played on someone? I don't know if I do pranks. I have the worst memory. Have I pranked you ever? Not really. I would say Eli and Bree going on my date was oh their my best god, prank. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh shoot! I know I've done some, but I can't really think. I didn't do one, but my brother did one in high school. They had like a bridge for their senior prank that connected the two campuses. Say our prank. And they cows can walk up, but they can't walk down or like backwards. So they walked a cow halfway up to the middle of the bridge, and then it was which is so mean and just like was stuck there. Oh my god! I don't know how they got it down, but isn't that sad? That is kind of sad, but like. Wow. But who, like, who thought of that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Our senior prank, I always brag about it because it was so good. And it was very, our school was very, it was, like, private, so they were very strict with rules. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard to, like, do a good senior prank that wasn't, like, vandalism that we'd get in trouble for. Mm-hmm. So our, um, any, any of you guys can totally steal this because it was so good. So we, one of the kids in our classes 
mom was on the board. So one night, all of us seniors, which it was a small school, so there was only like 90 seniors, right? There wasn't many at all. So we all sneak into the school because she let us in, which is awesome. And then from like 10... She let you She in? let us in. Did so, she get fired? No, 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 no. So from 10 p.m. to like literally 5 a.m., we were at the school and we took all of the desks and we brought them into the main gym. And literally like all of the teachers had a meeting that morning and it literally it took so long. All the teachers have a meeting and they're like, hey, are your desks gone or whatever? And literally like... They got mad, but at the same time, like, it was so harmful. But the gym literally just had piles and piles and piles of chairs. Like, ev- like all the desks. So, like, oh, the first period classes were all just, like, pretty much off. Standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really funny. I didn't have one at all. I think they did, like, TPing in the school, but I did not partake in that. Yeah, it was so fun. I think that was my first, like, rebel night. I was like, oh, my God, we're, like... I loved TPing houses. It's, like, 4 a.m. Oh, we love TPing houses. so much fun, which is so awful. Okay. It's Saturday morning. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Scream at Daisy how much I love her. Literally, guys. <laughs> She'll be like, Daisy, I love you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, my God. What do you do? Probably, like, just make some coffee. <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go on my phone for a second, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Stare out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would stare out the window. She stares out the window while I'm in the background <laughs> screaming. Oh, my God. Okay, last question. If you were to get a tattoo, what would it say or what would the graphic be? Ooh, actually, I think I'm going to get a tattoo soon. I just don't know what. Mm. But Kaylee and I are going to get tattoos together. Oh, I love I that. just don't know what. I've like always, I'm not opposed to tattoos whatsoever. I just want it to mean something so special. Yeah. But I think I've also built it up in my head and I'm like, okay, I have to love this. Yeah. And like, I'm sure if I was to get one at first, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that, which obviously you can get it removed. I know it's painful and costly and a long time to do it, Mm -hmm. but still, but I definitely would get like some sort of word of like inspiration. Mm -hmm. And then I used to want it on my arm, but I feel like that was so trendy and I don't like doing things that just like just are trendy. So I feel like I'd try to find... Hmm. I do like like my arm or wrist though, like something. I almost got small. one behind my ear when I was like eighteen. I would totally I do like something that. like that is like kind of whatever. Because then you can eat, well, also then you can't ever see it. I had a friend who had one on her, the back of her neck. I was like, you will never see that, and you're like, you don't even know what it looks like. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Well, yeah, it's like a yeah. Nope, can't see it. <laughs> I want to be able to see it. Yeah, to be like oh, cute. Remind it exactly. <laughs> okay, fun. That was a quiz. Tea. More questions. We can do them next time. Perfect. As we all know, Alicia and I are online shopping addicts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the movie Confessions of a Shopaholic was based on myself. Oh I my think God. about that often. But I love online shopping and nothing tastes better than a deal. And honey is my favorite thing for when I'm doing so. If you guys are sleeping under a rock and you don't know what honey is and you're a shopaholic, get ready to be so excited because it's a free browser add-on that helps you find the best deals online without actually having to go find promo codes or coupon codes. It literally just automatically adds it to your cart at checkout. I love candles and like putting those little like wallflower. We know. <laughs> yes, my, my apartment smells like almost a little too much sometimes, but I love Bath and Body Works like the wallflower things and I love buying them online because it's really heavy to walk home. This is a long story, but I love buying my stuff on line and then honey automatically just applies all the coupons for me when I'm checking out. So recently I spent like 60 bucks when I should have spent like a hundred on my oh candles my and my wallflowers and I'm a happy camper. And what I love too is that they actually have stores that I buy from. Like you can actually get real discounts from places like Amazon, Sephora, Best Buy, Nordstrom. So it's not just two stores that you don't shop from. So obviously guys, there's really no reason to not use honey. It's free to use and easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. So shop with confidence and get honey for free at joinhoney.com basic. That's joinhoney.com slash basic. 
Honey, the smart shopping assistant that saves you time and money when you're shopping online. If you guys heard last week's episode, Alicia had this like realization moment and then we quickly realized that like, you know what, I think this is good for more of like a big sis type episode, a little more like serious vibes, not serious. I miss like a more, yeah, a genuine, like a real conversation. Especially this is something I haven't talked to Rem about and I just mentioned it to her and like you may get something out of this, you may not, but it's something that really kind of stood out to me because I feel like in my life, I think a lot of people, when you go through phases of your life, you know, you grow up until you're like a teenager and you view life one way you know your parents are like your your idols like you do whatever they say and like they're basically like god you know like if yeah. they say something it's matter of fact you be- yeah. like whatever yeah then you become you know, like your angsty teens and you're like you can't tell me what to do and then you're trying to figure out who you are from like middle school like i think in middle school that's when adolescence really like hits and you're trying to figure out who you are and stuff and then at least for me like after high school you know you graduate and that's such a scary moment of going to college, who you're going to meet, like, are you even going to see your friends from high school, you know, and ever, it's sad, it's so sad because I think, you know, when you graduate, everyone says we're going to be friends forever, and then it's so rare to have a high school friendship when you're an adult later in life, you yeah. know, so I think there's just, like, many, like, kind of, like, chapters in your life where your life just drastically changes, but that's inevitable, but for some reason, when you're going through it, you think, like, no, like, life is supposed to be this one huge thing like these are my friends these are my my relationship with my parents this is what I want to do when you're a when you're in pre-k they're like what do you want to do and you think you have you know what I mean mm-hmm. um okay so I'm gonna have you watch this video okay and it's kind of, you're gonna be like what I'll put it on like the pretty basic story or something like that but basically I got this from a sermon but honestly regardless of like what you believe in anyway I think it's just such a good life lesson If you don't want to watch the video and find it, totally fine. Just honestly visualize like a rocket going off to space, right? (laughs) Okay, so I have, I feel like recently in my life, I've realized that, and it's such a sucky thing to kind of come to terms with, but I think it's really important too, is realizing that people just won't be in your life forever. Like they're there for a reason. They're there for whether it's a chapter, whether like, you know, they're put into your life for a season. I think that's such a hard thing to come to terms with, especially when there's such special friendships in your life or relationships, whether it's your parents, whether it's, you know, a significant other or just even friends. Like, it's so rare to have someone in your life from, like, beginning to end. But I think a lot of times in our life we sit and we expect that, especially in high school or college or in your mid-20s when you're kind of just not really sure who you are, trying to figure that out. And I wish I, like, I kind of wish there was someone to, talked to me about this a few years ago before it all happened for me of like hey this is normal like it's life it sucks obviously like you know you want to try to mend friendships as much as you can but um it's so normal and it's or maybe you know what maybe I did hear that because I swear my parents had even told me like oh yeah I'm not even really friends with my friends from high school anymore it's such a thing that you hear but you always think oh no 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 me and me and Katie are like you know we're for life we're best friends like that could never happen to us Mm -hmm. so I want you guys to close your eyes, not if you're driving, (laughs) (laughs) and just picture, like, a rocket, like, beginning to launch and stuff, and you do see those two huge, like, pillars Mm -hmm. on the side? That was represented in this as your parents. So when you're growing up, you have these two huge rods holding up this rocket, which have had to be, they literally had to be there since they started building this rocket, right? So, like, imagine those being your parents, who they are your, like, your number ones, they're there guiding you through stuff. Or just parental figure. Parental figure, whoever that is in your life, you know, that's what those huge, sturdy rods 
like support systems. Support systems. You know, they're there guiding you through life and like growing up and stuff. But then at some point, the rocket has to take off and they can't go with you. So, the, oh my God, I'm going to cry. It's so like, oh my God. So like you see those huge beams just like collapse as the rocket starts to take off. Because mm-hmm. at some point, whether it's you're 18 or whatever, you know, you're an adult and you have to grow up and you can't just like be in a little bubble under your parents forever. And that's such a normal thing, right? Yeah. But it's hard. So that's what those like support systems kind of resemble. And then, you know, you finally take off and you're finally feeling freedom for the first time. And like, you're like, yes. And you have everything with you. You feel so comfortable because you are this whole person that you've been from the very beginning. You know, you have, you know, your, your friends or whatever. And then all of a sudden, in order for you to get to the next hemisphere, parts have to come off. And it's part of it because here's the thing, like, you know, you have this huge engine or uh, I don't know the technical term for the second launch because <laughs> there's these like two huge rods for the first one. And then once it goes up into space, like if you notice, like when it tries to break through the hemisphere of like the outer atmosphere, mm-hmm. more parts have to come off because without those parts coming off, you it's can't contend. Heavy. It's yeah. too heavy. It's literally too heavy. And you're holding on to weight that you have to get rid of in order to go into that next phase of your journey or your life or whatever. And obviously this is just like, you know, I'm not saying you have to get rid of people, but I think it's such a good reminder of realizing like as much as you want to carry someone with you, if, if they are holding you back or if they are toxic, like you have to let that go in order for you to keep going straight. Because if you don't, you're literally just going to get stuck. And if you, the whole point is for you to c- continue going. But then how many times do we sit there and we're like, no, 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 we can bring them. Like, or, or even if it's an, an old past self, of, or not past self, but if it's even like an older version of us that like we can't let go of or even guilt or like you can use this for anything, whether it's like a grudge or anything. Like if you're holding on to something from your past so much and it helped you, it got you to where you were. It's not that that was always the worst thing ever. It's not like this one part or friendship or relationship in your life was ever like bad from the beginning. It's just maybe it's time for that You know, it's been with you for the first time. It's helped you learn things. It's like taught you stuff. But maybe it's time that it's, you know, it that was the chapter for that. So, you know, those parts have to come off before you can continue going on your journey and stuff. And then even the last part, you know, you're finally in space. You're finally in life, you know, and whether this is like a marriage or something else, if you like, if you view your life kind of like a rocket in that sense, it's almost easier to go about it when you realize like, oh, The rocket from the very beginning is not the one that ends up in space or even comes back to Earth. Mm -hmm. Like, we grow so much as people in so many different ways just throughout life. And so many people teach us different things. And I think it's so good to kind of sit back and just be grateful for things instead of being so mad that things aren't working, you know? And there's very few times where the person in the your co-pilot is there from the beginning to end. You know what I mean? I don't think it, anyone ever. You're, I think it's just you. Alone, you die alone. I think it's literally just you in the middle, you know? And then I think seeing that, like, analogy, like, really stuck out to me because I was reading, um, I finished it, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a f-. Best book ever. I swear, so good. I even got the one that you told me to get. I started reading that one. And at the, spoiler alert, but at the very end, it was saying how one of the things to happiness is growth. And I think that's something that a lot of people... I it like really hit me because when you think of happiness, you think of cars, you think of money, you think of your dream job, you think of all of these tangible things that you want. And once you get that, you'll get happiness. But hearing growth, it made me look back because there's a reason when you look back to hard times in your life, there's a reason you kind of smile. Like there's a reason like 
you look back and you're thankful for it because you grew. You know what I mean? I, I actually had lunch with this guy the other day and he was telling me, he was, it was so interesting. He said something along those lines of just like, you never look back at a time where you're like, wow, that was a great summer. I did nothing. Never. Yeah. Never. It's, it's always times of growth where it's like, that was hard. But it got me to this place. Oh my God, completely. I even think about like last year, how many times have, I'm sure a lot of people in the world said like 2018 was like the worst year ever. But at the same time, we'd also say, oh, but it was also the best year ever. Like I will always look back at me being 25 and being so like, wow, that was the most pivotal year of my life. I pivot, yeah. Pivotal year of my life. And I'm so thankful for it. And I think that it's also given you a lot of, like the idea and the, uh, the ability to look back on last year, appreciate it, but then appreciate this year even more because you're like, wow, I'm not going through any of that anymore and I'm here because I went through all of Exactly, that. and you can totally do that with whether it's friendships, relationships, even just anything in life, work, work anything. anything. And I think it's just, it was such a good reminder for me because by the time I finished that book, I was just like, wow, my mindset's changed a lot. All right, guys, with summertime rolling around, I personally love like lounging out at the beach, Mm -hmm. you know, in my beach bag, I've got all my essentials, my like tanning lotion, my towel, my sunglasses. Your scent bird? My scent bird. I always need a little spritz. I love to have like a seasonal scent. Also, what I love about scent bird is because they send you deluxe samples of the perfumes that you choose, it's perfect for something like the beach. So you don't have to bring your whole Chanel huge perfume (laughs) glass bottle to the beach and get sand all up in it or something. It's just the perfect small travel size. And it's awesome because you can also try out a whole bunch of different perfumes that you've been meaning to try without wanting to spend $200 per perfume bottle. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard of Scentbird. It's a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes, and they have more than 450 designer brands that you can choose from. There's like Glossier, Gucci, Prada, literally anything you can imagine. And guys, when I say deluxe samples, it's not just like a little sample that you get for free. Literally, there are 120 sprays in one bottle. Like it is a big bottle, but it's still nice and compact. So you can just throw it in your purse and your back pocket, like wherever you want. Also, Scentbird's really cool because they have a true scent quiz. So if you don't know what you like, like if you like florals or like a more musky scent and you don't really know which one to pick out, you can take the quiz and it'll help you out. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you guys can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to Scentbird.com slash basic and use our code basic for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash basic for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on. Smell amazing. My question, first of all, everything you said was so enlightening. Oh, it thank made me you. feel so good. I I think my biggest questions, and I, I'm I struggle a lot with letting go of people and letting go of hurt and things like that. And this is just like a question that I always ask myself is I think my, my reasoning for not being able to let go is because I want answers. I want to know why they left, why they are upset, why this happened, why that happened. And so I always ask that. And then on top of that, I always wonder too, I know like when I'm in a a soul cycle class or something, they're like, you are enough. Like you're perfect the way you are, all these sorts of things. Like when they're saying it, I I know it's like, it sounds weird to say it to a soul cycle class, but like I could be in that class with everybody that's hurt me. So then why are they, is is it okay for me? And then it's okay for everybody else there too. Like if everybody's always being told you're perfect the way you are, there's no room to grow. And like, I know that I've messed up a lot with friends. And I think that's why I also have issues letting go is like, I want to right my wrongs too. But I feel like this weird 
thing that we do of like, you're perfect. It's fine. Which I don't know if that's bad to say, no, but I just always I get wondered it. this. It's, no, no. I've always wondered that too, because I had the same thought. Too. I think we've even talked about it. Like, okay. But if someone says like, no, like screw them. You're the, uh, they say the same exact thing. Exactly. The other person, I think kind of what it comes down to is like when we're in a healthy state or a non-healthy state, because all of us as humans are wonderful, beautiful people. You know what yeah. I mean? We all have great things to offer. Like, even the Enneagram, like personality test, you know, when I see like the pros of being a three, which is my number, if you guys do not know, it's a personality thing. You know, it says I can be, wow, I totally am blanking on what I can be. <laughs> um, super encouraging or what, like, you know, I have this like pros and cons list basically, but it, sh- it basically says like when you're at a healthy state, like these are the great qualities you have as a person. But then also when I'm in a non-healthy state, I can be overly competitive. I can be manipulative. Like, But also I feel like you can't ever just label yourself as like healthy or unhealthy. No, no, no. And that's why like there's stages. Mix. Well, if you if you actually read it, there's like, it's, I think there's like nine, eight, 10 different, it just says like from basically like one to two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, you know, when we do let our insecurities get to us, that's when, I think that's where growth comes in of like being aware and being super um, self-aware one of our shortcomings because everyone has them and not letting those affect relationships. I don't know. I think I used to also try so hard to force people to Mm. be in my life if I wanted them in my life and not necessarily everybody wants to be in my life or not everybody's not necessarily like the perfect puzzle piece at this moment to fit in. Also, I think... What's so weirdly beautiful about this conversation is that it is a conversation and we don't know. Oh my God, I'm so confused, you guys. Like I I kid you not, I just, I'm driving all the time. I'm like, how can they say that I'm enough and everyone's enough, but then they're not enough for me or I'm not enough for them. Like I always wonder this kind of stuff. And I feel like if we even tried to figure that out, we would just go in circles and circles and circles. I don't think there is an answer. And I think that's what's nice about it is realizing like, okay, I can go crazy trying to wonder why they left. Mm -hmm. Or I can say, okay, let me take a moment, uh, let me take a step back and see what have I learned from this? What do I think I could have done better in this situation Mm -hmm. and grow and learn from it so that the next friendship or relationship that comes along, things are different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that asking questions is a really good thing to do. I, um, another thing I've been wondering or just thinking about a lot lately was, I don't know if it was last week or couple weeks ago I know we did an episode where we said something that like we admire about each other Mm. and you said something about me being so sure of myself is something that you admire about me which I that was very flattering and I've thought about it a lot more so because I kind of took that went home thought about it and flipped it more on okay someone thinks that I'm sure of myself when I know I'm not necessarily the most sure of myself of course but I figured out that I tied it back to the letting go thing Mm. because I realized I feel like a lot of times I do think that I like know myself Mm -hmm. and then the times where I've had trouble letting go of people are in situations where they've made me unsure of myself Mm. and made me question what I used to be so confident about and and what's crazy my morals and things. And I just thought of this while you were saying that is just because someone makes you doubt something for a second doesn't mean it's not true. You know? I hope so. I hope in this situation. Oh my God, completely. Like, Do you know what I mean? It's so crazy how we let, and there's always those specific people in our lives that like, if they were to say something to us, it hits us so different from other people. Mm -hmm. And like, I so, like, I think you are so sure of yourself, but it's, but of course there's time. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I love that. that, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, completely. I like went home. I was like, well, 
I think. There's like times where, like the thing that I'm proud of myself for is I think that I am nice and a good person. And then some people have told me, you know, you're not a good person. And then that's when it makes me question myself the most. And those are the people that I've had the hardest time letting go of. Well, also, those are usually the people that you value their opinion so much. I also think for myself that, and also I want to so badly prove like, no, 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 you're wrong. You're Mm -hmm. wrong. So that's why I'm like holding on so tightly. It's like, I want to prove you wrong when frankly, they don't care anymore. And it's taken me a long time Mm -hmm. to get to this point of understanding that they don't care. They probably never cared at some point. And then also, I think going back to the whole thing of like, I am enough and like accepting that or like, why am I not enough? Why are they not? Whatever it may be, like the whole soul cycle thing. I think it just kind of leads back to like, we're not meant to be in each other's lives. Yeah. Or whether that's for now or forever, like I think that's where it comes. And I, it breaks my heart when I see a lot of people have so much like hurt and anger or even like grudges towards past like relationships or friendships because in the end, you both did like learn something from each other. Or maybe you guys were just meant to, like, there's very few people again who will be f- with you your whole life, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like that's the rare exception. So it's kind of weird how we always assume that that's going to be the way it just is. Well, I think even with like everyone. you and I who say we're lifers, which is like you're going to like die together. Yeah. But like for 24 years of my life, 23, you and I were like yeah. weren't friends. Oh my God, completely. So that's 20, like a very large chunk of my life I lived without you. Yeah. And you were fine. And I was fine. And, exactly. But now it would have been, I'd be sad without and he, it. And but. here's the thing too. I think it's a great, this is something I had to think. My mom told me this back in middle school and it always stuck with me. Like when it comes to friendships or relationships, it's so important to know your self-worth by yourself to be able to say, I would love you in my life, but I don't need you in my mm-hmm. life. And I think that's something if for God forbid we were not meant to be friends, like I would, you know, I think we would both be in that healthy state to say like, hey, I love you so much, but like my self-worth isn't in our friendship. My mm. self-worth is in myself. So I think that's where, again, it's like, hey, I would love for you to be in my life, but I don't need you in an unhealthy way yeah like you don't give me codependency completely (laughs) but I do think we'll be lifers (laughs) I I hope so I I really do too but I do think that's the best mindset to have because obviously like things can happen whatever but and what things I've learned in the past too is to really cherish this moment because I've learned so much from you already but if I just assumed like oh yeah we'll be here forever like whatever I think I wouldn't appreciate things Mm -hmm. because right now I'm you've helped me learn so much of like, wow, like you're in my life for a reason right now. Mm. And like, it's only been like two years maybe. Mm -hmm. And I've already learned so much. Mm. And I think it's just like, I think it's a good reminder for everyone even listening, just like look at the five people around you. Like they're in your life for a reason. Mm -hmm. Even if you just met them, even if they've been there for forever, like try to like see what you're meant to learn from them and what, you know, you can help offer them too in the sense of like, you know, people just, it's not just a coincidence that someone's in your life. Oh my God. No, I don't believe in coincidence. No. Like, I think also something that always stuck with me, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but people come into your life to teach you a lesson. And then once that lesson's been taught, they kind of, it they leave. Exactly. And that's that releasing and of And that's like, whether it's like a scale one, like mm-hmm. a very low lesson or something like a level 10 and like I think, multiple lessons. I think some people can kind of like stumble over this because they're like, okay, but what if you like, you did like, that's just an easy way to justify like a friendship going wrong where I'm like, no, no, no. Like look at it as the analogy of a teacher. Like they're there for your life to teach you for a year. And then you like outgrow them and you move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not like you're outgrowing a friend and you're like, I, I get how it can sound, but if you like every person that I've lost in my life 
through like a friendship breakup or whatever it may be, I I can pinpoint one very large lesson that I've learned from yeah, that, something and, that I took away that has changed my life forever. And a, a, a huge part is that it's always two ways. There's always something. And then this is something we've talked about, I think, on the podcast before, but I do, I am so passionate about it. I think it's so interesting that this is so backwards to me that when it comes to dating, it's so much easier for people to be like, oh yeah, well I dated this person, like whatever, but I learned that I don't like guys who yeah. lie. I learned that I don't <laughs> like guys who this, or I, I learned that I don't like guys who roll their eyes at me. I don't know, whatever, stupid stuff. But when it comes to friendships, there's this voodoo like weird thing of like, oh, you guys aren't friends anymore? What happened? Like, what did you do? Versus like, relationships are all this like relationships are relationships whether you're dating or a friendship yeah so it's this huge negative connotation to like oh you lost a friend like what what, what did, did you, you do? do wrong what did yep. you do wrong we're like if it's dating it's almost like no it wasn't good i decided i learned that i don't like this about that i wonder if it's because like the social conformity like the idea of just like dating like you end up with one person so that the chances of like maybe one person being right for you are so slim versus like friends you could have them you could have one you could have 500,000. Maybe that's it. So maybe it. that's Yeah, but you've, I guess, you said that once, and I, I always think about I just, that now. And I didn't realize it till this past year. I think it's just so interesting. Okay, guys, so with summer approaching and everyone is just wanting to be the healthiest versions of themselves, although why don't we do that all year round? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Preach, girl. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of Care Of, listen up because it's going to change your life. As you guys know, Alicia and I are always trying to be in the healthiest routine that we possibly can, and Care Of is the best because basically they deliver your supplements straight to your door and they are personalized for you. And my favorite part, I'm lazy. <laughs> They're all packaged per day. So you literally just take one of the packets, rip it open. It has all your vitamins that you need. And there's different ones. So when you take the quiz, you decide, you know, do you really need more iron? Um, It helps you figure out what type of supplements you need. And then you have all of your little supplements and vitamins ready. It's perfect. So yeah, Alicia just mentioned the quiz, but I know there are so many vitamins and supplements out there. It can be so overwhelming. So if you don't know what you need to take or what you're kind of lacking or deficient in, go online, take the quiz, and it'll help you figure out exactly what you need, whether it's for your hair for sleep, for skin, for nails, for stress, whatever it may be, it'll help you out. So for 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter basic. Again, for 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter basic. Ooh, something else that I, I think I talked to you about this, but I've realized that I, we all know I overextend myself sometimes (laughs) and I love to fix people and my biggest thing with dating guys is I want to like fix them Mm, and a lot of can I say though a lot of people are like that oh we're all like there's something wrong with me for sure no 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 there's a lot of people it's fully oh my god that one meme or not meme that one thing on Instagram that you sent me was it I sent you was it fixing yeah it was like I think you sent me, but I already saw it and liked it. Oh, God. And it was about, like, fixing. But it it makes sense. I, like, my basically for the longest, I literally just came to this realization, like, last week. And it took me so long to get here. But basically, for so long, I was holding on to this guy because I wanted to fix him. Mm -hmm. And I was so mad at myself for not being able to fix them. But my idea of fixing them was, I guess, not even a possibility because what I wanted to do, not, not me, not any girl, nobody could have done it except for the guy himself. Well, I remember you coming to those terms mm-hmm. and it's, it's so, it sucks because it's so cliche because you hear that like, oh, you can't fix a guy. But mm-hmm. like when you're in it, 
you're like, no, 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 but I can. You yeah, know? yeah, no, exactly. It's like this weird self-righteous thing where I'm like, no, no, no just watch me. I got yeah. this. And then when I couldn't, it was like earth shattering for me. And I was like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm meant for this. Like, and then the thought of like, well, someone else can do it, but I can't. And mm-hmm. then I came to the terms. I understand now I couldn't have, nobody can. But more than that. Can you talk about how you, what helps you get there though? Cause I think there's a lot of people listening who are like, to understanding that. Cause that's a big leap to get to there. That I couldn't. Um, was it like time? Was it just you like loving yourself or like, I think it was finding my own self-worth in myself mm. and not putting it on anything else not even like my my people skills or mm-hmm. like you know compassion or empathy for other people I don't even think it was that I was just like no like you are a good person I think it led back to that thing that a lot of people made me question of like I am a good person and like I gave him my all and I am enough mm-hmm. and like that's that's the weird thing that I'm struggling with I'm sorry if I'm not making sense at all but no, I went leading back to the whole guy thing of like I, I wanted to fix him. I couldn't. I thought maybe someone else could. Then I realized it was just him. It was more of just like now I realized too. And this I think gave me full peace and closure with everything is knowing that maybe I didn't help him in the way that I set out to. But I do know at some point I did help him. With, like I did help him in some way. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think it's more of like, okay, I can accept that. Yeah, maybe it's not what I like set out to do. But I did achieve some part of it. And for me that made me happy yeah. because I think at least maybe I like started the idea of like, okay, maybe I should work on this. I don't know for sure, but like that is what helps me sleep at night now. It's like knowing that like, okay, I did something. I helped someone a little well, bit. Well, also the way I, I can fully say you, you did for sure. The way that you helped in the end was probably helping more than the way you even thought you could. Oh, you know what I mean? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Like, think of how much that we're like, oh, no, 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 like, my plan's the best plan, and, like, this will work, whatever, and then, you know, a year later or so, you look back, and you're like, oh, yeah, this was way better. Like, that, my, my plan sucked. <laughs> my plan sucked. It's true. No, fully. I think it also was better for both of us. The way yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my I God, agree. completely. I love that it's just, like, all my questions that I'm always asking myself are Daisy. <laughs> but I'm just speaking them out now, and I hope that people relate. No, I think a lot of people can... One, feel like they're not enough, feel like they have to fix people, also get validation from fixing people. Like That's that where is, my validation that, lies. Yeah, like, yeah. and I think one, realizing like, oh, I feel better about myself. It's not even, in a way, this may sound harsh, but it's almost a selfish thing mm. because you're wanting to help them for you versus Oh, like, I know, I need to work do, on no, it. No, no, yeah. no, and this, I do it too. Everyone does it. So when you look at it that way, you're like, wait, am I actually wanting to help you or am I just wanting to help you so I feel better about myself? Myself, yeah. You like, know? I am a good person. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm just saying it very harshly, but, and I do it too. I think it's so interesting just to kind of check our motives with things. But I do, I fully agree. I think coming back to that, like, self-love of like, wow, I am enough no matter what. Again, I love you in my life. I don't need you in my life. That not needing is such a, like, deep thing because- it's such a hard place to it's get It's such to. a hard, it's a hard- yeah, but I think, and that's the thing, probably most of us will never fully get there 100%, but just like that being aware and trying and that growth, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's also leading back to one more thing is the finding normalcy. Mm-hmm. So like even back to your rocket analogy, like at one point having those two support yeah. systems was normal. Yes, then it being, and then change. Yeah, and then you change and then being 
you know, before you hit the whatever atmosphere. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not. No, I was me, never good at science. Me. I was like, uh. whatever, the ozone layer, whatever. Like that was normal for yeah, a bit. Until then it wasn't. It drops it. And then you got to find normalcy again. Then you land on the moon or yeah. wherever they're going. And then you find normalcy up there. Then come up, like everything is always finding this. It's like a New weird normal. shakiness. And then you find normal. And sometimes that normal is for like a very long period of time. Sometimes it's for a couple seconds. Yeah. A rocket launches in like six minutes. That's very fast. Yeah. I had to find normalcy very quickly. And then also, um, that made me think of in the books that all are not giving a f- <laughs> <laughs> we should get a sponsorship for you <laughs> mark manson where are you <laughs> he did an episode with tsc really mm-hmm. oh Recently. my god this is such a normal thing like uh basically it said in it which i've heard other places too but the only constant thing in life is change and the sooner that you can accept that oh man it's so much easier think about it like there's been times too I look back at like the time I lived at my apartment in Orange County with Ashley. I thought I was going to be there forever. Even my house right now, me and Ashley living there, that'll only be a season of my life. And so like I better cherish that because one day I'm going to look back and be like, oh my God, remember when we were yeah, in the house, yeah. which I'm living right now, you know, or whether it's a job or whether, you know, for whatever reason, we always like feel like, okay, well, this is my life forever now. Mm-hmm. When in reality, like, no, like, even if you don't want it to, even if you want it to be forever, it won't be forever. What's the phrase about the trees and the forest where you're like really up close? So you can, do you know? What oh, I'm you can't about? see. Ha! Huh? I just read I it yesterday. Know. Do you know? What I'm like you can't about? see how big or how tall in you are a, in a forest. Something like that. It's like to me that kind of reminds me too of like my weight loss thing. Yeah. Of like every day, I don't see changes because I'm looking at myself a billion times a day in a mirror. But I just saw Aaron Idelson for the first time in like a year. And he's like, oh my God. Like, are you like from the last time I saw him, which I'd seen him since the last time I like, Mm -hmm. I dropped the initial weight. So like seeing that reaction was like, oh my God, like I should be like proud of myself. I should like, honor these moments, cherish these moments and things like that. But it's so hard when you're living day to life, like day yeah. to day, everything like you and Ash, like that's become normal to you. Yeah. And so and the you one, forget yes. until you're reminded. Oh my God. The only constant thing in life is change. That's a really tough thing to grip. It is. And I'm, I haven't even fully gripped it. I've like, like, it's a good quote. Like, we haven't lived like, it yet, yeah. but it's just a good like, reminder. Oh shoot. Cause it's hard. Change is scary. And change can be, but it's so also minuscule every day, yeah. every day. But then it, sometimes it's just like a big thing happens and you're like, oh my God. But, but think, really it's been leading up to that. Think about from high school to college, just that change. Like that's so it, like one of the biggest changes in your life. You yeah. know what I mean? There's so, like change yeah. is so important, but it is totally scary. But wow. that was so good. I know I loved this. We used to do a lot of like deep ones. I know. But um, you know. Wow. I'm gonna be thinking all day. <laughs> I know. Every time we do one of these, I go home I'm like oh, Daisy. You're like, Daisy, Daisy, I take you for granted. Oh my god, I love it so much. I gotta go. I gotta go hug her, but Oh my god. Good job. That was great. Thanks. Will you link the sermon too? Yeah. Oh my god, we'll put the- it in the show notes and all that stuff yeah, or whatever. Let's watch it. Okay. Oh my god, so good. Anyways, love you guys. I hope that this helped. I feel like it'll help a lot of people. If you have any answers to any of my questions, please no, DM me. I'm very I, curious. Yeah. I really do want to know. Honestly, we yeah, like I would love for the Instagram comments on our Instagram just mm-hmm. to be like conversations. Yeah. Like you guys should help each other out. Like let's make it like a thread. Like I'm going to go stalk them and like say my own stuff. And I think it can be really helpful just to be like, wow, like this is what I learned or this is what I took away. Or mm-hmm. uh, maybe you didn't take away anything, but you liked hearing us talk. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hopefully you just got to work safely. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And uh, be sure to keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you're listening to your podcast. And we will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.